A lot can happen between falling in love with a house online and owning it, between imagining living there and breathing in your new home for the first time. Having an advocate who can help you navigate the complex world of financing, inspections, negotiating, analyzing the market, and talking through any anxieties that may pop up, that can make all the difference. That's what the expertise of a Realtor can do for you. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors and bound by a code of ethics, because that's who we are. At Capella University, you'll get support from people who care about your success, from before you enroll to after you graduate. Pursue your goals knowing help is available when you need it. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu. Grammar Girl here. I'm Mignon Fargeti, and this week I have a quick and dirty tip about word families, a tidbit about the word caucus, and a few shout-outs to some far-flung listeners. Let's get started. Jennifer Schulz asked an interesting question on the Grammar Girl Facebook page last week. She wrote, Is there a specific term for words that share the same root? Words like education, educating, and uneducated. A friend asked me, and I can't seem to find one. Well, I didn't immediately know the answer either, but other people on the page pointed me in a few different directions for research, and now I have an answer. A group of words like this that all share the same root are called word families. But a bunch of people also suggested the word cognates, which gets a little more complicated. Merriam-Webster's online dictionary defines a word family as a group of cognate words, especially within a single language. The most simple definition of cognates is words that share the same etymology. And the words in a word family do share the same etymology. But when you start reading about cognates, you find that when people actually use the word, they're almost always talking about words from different languages that share the same etymology. For example, the English word night and the German word nacht are cognates because they have the same origin if you go all the way back to the very early language called Proto-Indo-European. Other examples are the English word father and the French word pair, and the English word history, and the Spanish word historia. The existence of cognates makes some languages easier to learn than others. You have a head start if you're learning a language that has a lot of cognates with your own language, because you can start by learning the similar words. Most of the Spanish words I remember are English cognates. Presidente! When people talk about cognates within English, instead of talking about word families, They seem to talk about words that are different now, but originally had the same origin, such as grammar and glamour. Yep, grammar and glamour come from the same origin. In medieval times, grammar was a type of learning or scholarship and was especially associated with magic and spells. And you've probably heard the word glamour used to describe a type of magic or spell. You might hear that a vampire glamoured someone, for example. Glamour comes from the word grammar. The Oxford English Dictionary calls it a corrupt form of the word grammar. So glamour and grammar have the same origin, making them cognates. But over time, the two spellings and meanings diverged. And sadly, grammar is no longer widely viewed as magical. Cognates are really interesting, but after doing some research, I feel comfortable saying your quick and dirty tip 
is that word family is the best term to describe words in the same language that have the same root, like education, educating, and uneducated. Thanks, Jennifer, for the interesting question, and thanks to everyone on the Grammar Girl Facebook page who suggested possible terms to get me started on the research. Buying a master mechanics tool set usually means high prices, higher interest rates, and who knows how many years of monthly payments. But at GearWrench, we don't believe that your tools should take years and years to pay for. So check out Mega Mod Master Sets, the master mechanics tool sets that deliver pro-quality tools, organized storage solutions, an easy-to-use lifetime warranty, and much, much more. All for thousands less than you'd expect. So don't wait. Explore the sets and check availability now. Only at GearWrench.com. A lot can happen between falling in love with a house online and owning it. Between imagining living there and breathing in your new home for the first time. Having an advocate who can help you navigate the complex world of financing, inspections, negotiating, analyzing the market, and talking through any anxieties that may pop up, that can make all the difference. That's what the expertise of a Realtor can do for you. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors and bound by a code of ethics. Because that's who we are. Remember the frustration of trying to memorize vocabulary and grammar rules only to find you couldn't actually use the language in real life? Well, there's a better way to learn. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program with millions of users learning 25 different languages, and you can get it on your desktop or as an app on your phone or tablet. Rosetta Stone immerses you in many ways with its intuitive process. It's really different. You pick up the language naturally, first with words, then the phrases, and then with sentences. Plus, with Rosetta Stone's true accent feature, you'll get feedback on how well you're pronouncing words. It's like having a personal trainer for your accent. Don't put off learning that language. There is no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Grammar Girl listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Is it rosettastone.com slash grammar? That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash grammar today. And now on to caucusing. In the U.S., some states have caucuses instead of having people go to the polls to cast their votes to narrow down the field to just one political candidate for each party. At the caucuses, Republicans gather together and Democrats gather together and decide among themselves who the candidate will be for their party. It happens in small local political party meetings where people can give speeches or have discussions and sometimes people can change their minds and switch to support different candidates over the evening. Everyone is talking about caucuses right now because the Iowa caucuses are Monday, and it's the first time voters get to weigh in on the 2016 presidential candidates. But this is grammar girl, not political girl. So I wondered, why do we call these meetings caucuses? I mean, it's kind of a weird-sounding word. Well, the word caucus appeared in Boston in the 1760s, but nobody knows for sure where the word came from. According to the Oxford English Dictionary, caucus may have come from an Algonquin word, kaka'asu, which meant one who advises, urges, or encourages. In 1763, 
John Adams mentioned a social and political organization called the Caucus Club in his diary. And clubs in New England were known to adopt Indian names sometimes. So that would fit with the Algonquin origin. However, the online etymology dictionary speculates that it's also possible the club got its name from the Greek word caucus, K-A-U-K-O-S, which means drinking cup, perhaps because the men drank at all the meetings. The Native American origin seems most likely, but really nobody knows for sure. Adams' description of the caucus club sounds a lot like caucuses today, though. He described it like this in his diary. They choose a moderator who puts questions to the vote regularly and select men, assessors, collectors, wardens, fire wards, and representatives are regularly chosen before they're chosen in the town. A caucus was originally a thing, a meeting. It was a noun first, but because it's common to verb nouns in English, by the 1780s, caucus was also a verb. In addition to attending a caucus, you could then simply just caucus or say that you were caucusing. By 1823, you could be a caucuser, and by 1885, you could be caucosified. In a speech in the House of Lords, Earl Wemyss described a caucosified atmosphere. And that's your tidbit. No one knows for sure where we got the word caucus. But it started in America and may be derived from a Native American word that means one who advises, urges, or encourages. Happy caucusing. Finally, thank you to all the people who wrote or posted to the Grammar Girl Facebook page to share your stories. They make my day, so please keep them coming. Luis Saldariaga said, I'm a teacher in Colombia, South America, but my native language is Spanish. I frequently read your posts, and I find them very amusing and instructive. Thank you, Luis. I visited Colombia a couple of years ago, and it was beautiful, and I've been reminiscing about the fabulous Colombian coffee ever since. I usually drink my coffee with cream and sugar, but the Colombian coffee was so good, I drank it black. And this is from Fabrizio Vivoli in Italy, who teaches English to high school students and adults. He says, your podcast has been incredibly helpful to me throughout the years. I enjoy everything about it from structure to content. So what else is there to say? Keep up the good job and have fun while you're at it. Well, I definitely have fun when I hear from listeners. So thank you, Fabrizio. I've never been to Italy, but I love to think of people listening all over the world. So hello to you and your students. Next week, I'll have stories from people in the U.S., but wherever you are, please keep the stories coming. I'm Mignon Fogarty, better known as Grammar Girl. You can find me on Twitter and Facebook as Grammar Girl, and you can find me and all the other Quick and Dirty Tips podcast hosts at quickanddirtytips.com. That's all. Thanks for listening. A lot can happen between falling in love with a house online and owning it. Between imagining living there and breathing in your new home for the first time. Having an advocate who can help you navigate the complex world of financing, inspections, negotiating, analyzing the market, and talking through any anxieties that may pop up, that can make all the difference. That's what the expertise of a Realtor can do for you. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors and bound by a code of ethics. Because that's who we are. 
Hey, it's Mignon. If you want to do more to hone your communication skills, then check out Think Fast, Talk Smart, produced by the Stanford Graduate School of Business and hosted by my friend and Stanford lecturer, Matt Abrahams. You may remember Matt from his interview on the show back in September when he shared his top tips for becoming a better writer and speaker. Think Fast, Talk Smart is his Webby award-winning podcast, which has been downloaded 41 million times and has been the number one career podcast in more than 95 countries, so you know it's worth your time. Whether you're making a wedding toast or presenting at work, strong speaking skills are critical to success in business and in life, which is why Matt sits down with experts every week to talk about the best tips to unlock your communication potential. Hear from pros like neuroscientist Andrew Huberman on how to manage speaking anxiety, speechwriter and best-selling author Dan Pink on how to take risks in your communication, and psychologist Kelly McGonigal on how to harness nervous energy to fuel powerful presentations. So what are you waiting for? Listen to Think Fast, Talk Smart every Tuesday, wherever you get your podcasts or on YouTube. And tell Matt I said hi.